Warning, we are about to spoil 2006's Running Scared. If you haven't seen the movie and plan on watching it, leave now and come back later. But if you have seen it or you just don't care, then please stick around. Before getting into this episode, there is a content warning. This film covers a lot of dark subjects such as uh, pedophilia, child abuse, and I forget some of the other. There's uh, blame homophobia and um, uh, 2000s racism, like being honest. Basically, it's not enough to where we can just say skip to here. It's throughout the whole movie, so... Yeah, so if that if that feels like it's too much for you, then I highly suggest skipping this episode. If not, then you may continue. Uh, we could just keep swearing at her because we don't have an opening joke. Okay, that's fine. What the fuck? What? You don't have a fucking opening joke. Yeah, you don't have a fucking opening joke. Either. Not motherfucker, you can have so many fucking jokes. Look, we can tell Yo, you okay, all day fuck talk you. about fuck how this. fucking long. Fuck Everybody and welcome to Cinema Roulette. Today we are covering a movie that I'm really hoping we can fill out this episode. I think we can. You think we can? This one isn't. I mean, it's not a bunch, but there's still enough to talk about. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The, this one didn't hold up as much as the other ones. I will be honest. It's kind of one of those where he rewatched it was like, yeah, this isn't as good as I remember it. <laughs> it's kind of the vantage point of yeah. this uh, tiny wheel. This fun tiny wheel of movies that I've never seen before. We're not doing a recap episode of this. No. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. They as, fin- as fun as that would be, we're a little limited, little limited on time here, so. Yeah. Uh, so today we will be covering 2006's Running Scared. really love just sitting back, kicking back, relaxing on my vacation, enjoying that silence that just happened. My nose was this cheap. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Still is. Jeez. So, yeah, this movie is really, it was interesting because uh, I don't even know if I have a preamble to this. I think I'm just going to let you take it away with the synopsis. Okay. Unless you want banter. I don't know what to banter. That's this one's problem. dark. It, it gets really dark. It's a little harder to make light of. So This is... This has the edges of the 2000s. Oh, yeah, it has that 2000s edge. Especially mid-2000s oh, edge. Yep. Yeah, but okay. My notes. <laughs> you can see them now! If you're on the YouTube version, remember, for Movie Month, we're recording... Oh, I'm going to say all of them, but we may miss a few. Or, well, just cancel doing a video because it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm good with it. Remember Star Wars? Uh, Why did you say that? Remember Star Wars? I do. Why did you bring that joke up? (laughs) Because we cut the video version of Star Wars Episode 8. Ah, yes. Yes, we did. uh, The joke works. Yes. But anyway. So, besides opening in a time skip, that's a lot. Well, we open the end of the movie, but it's kind of a lie, so we're going to ignore that. Yep. We go to a drug deal going on. All of a sudden, some ski masked dudes come in. 
And this all goes horribly wrong. Gunfire opens up. A lot of one side of the drug deal dies. They shoot all the people in ski masks who were trying to rob the drug deal. And it turns out they're all cops. Yep. Oopsies. <laughs> then we have Paul Walker's character, Joey. Joey is uh, the cl like head cleaner. He He's given the guns. He's supposed to throw them away. He doesn't. He hides them in his house, we find out. Yes. But why? We'll find out later. Mm -hmm. uh, Joey hides guns. His son has a friend named Oleg. Oleg is an abused child. I'm not going to crack wise on this. No, it's, it's, it's still pretty hard to watch. I'll, I'll give the movie this. It keeps it tamed for <clears throat> yeah. child abuse. It never actually shows him like hitting the child. Well, so. he does smack him once, but that's yeah. it. There's mm -hmm. one smack and threats of violence. And thankfully, he doesn't get like super intense. So I'll give them that, that they didn't try to play that for shock value. Mm -hmm. They took that at least seriously. Yeah. But uh, Oleg is abused, but however, his friends with uh, Joey's kid, they're hanging out in the basement. They kind of hide because, you know, Oleg doesn't want to go home and see Joey hiding a gun in a secret wall in the basement. Oleg is sent home. Joey and his family sit down and have dinner. All of a sudden, bullets start ringing out and shoot across the way. <sighs> Joey gets fucking pissed. Yeah. And go goes over. Turns out Oleg was being, well... He was threatened abuse at home, but head up from his father and head upstairs. The father started being on the wife and uh, Oleg turns out to have stolen the gun from the secret stash and tries to shoot his dad. He kind of succeeds, but only hits him in the shoulder. Mm -hmm. But now Joey has a problem because that gun is from the crime scene at the beginning of the movie. And it, if the cops find that, that ruins the entire operation yep. with, well, they'll find all the other guns in his wall and connect everything back to the mob. And what doesn't help with that gun is that it happens to be a very distinct piece that's not sold out well on the street, like a specific snub-nosed revolver. So. Yeah, it's not just, oh, it's some Glock. No, this is a snub-nosed revolver with pearl grips, yeah. stainless steel. Shiny, they keep saying, and yeah, it's very distinct. Like, you would know which gun it was, basically. Yeah. So he's on the he takes his son to go and try and find Oleg. Oleg is running around with a gun now because he just shot his dad. He's running scared, you may say. And I must say Oleg is a little 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 kid, like yeah, 10 he, years old. Like 10. We're not talking like son like he's in his 20s, though. No, he's like 10 years old. Uh if you've seen Thank You for Smoking, he's actually yes. the kid from that. So very good child actor. He looks like the bully from Sharkboy and Lava Girl but is not. He's not. <laughs> so it means I can't use that joke. Have him expel. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, but he's hiding in a treehouse. He runs into a homeless dude. A creepy ass homeless dude. Who try we'll get to that. <laughs> who like tries to use him by drugs. It's weird. Uh, there is kind of a point to this. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. And because he actually goes to the treehouse to hide out. But turns out the homeless guy was just hiding there. Yeah, because so, it's nighttime. Yeah. Um. But Joey and his son are still looking around. Joey's kid's kind of worried because he heard his dad basically say, I'm going to fucking kill that kid. And he doesn't want his friend to die, which yeah, is fair. So, 
Um, the whole homeless guy kind of kidnaps Oleg, trying to get drugs. Big shootout happens with the drug dealers, and Oleg runs off again with the gun. Joey makes it there too little too late, so he's still on the lookout. Oleg runs into a uh, hooker, helps her get away from her pimp, and then it uh, a hooker in blue. Oh wait, sorry, call girl. <laughs> she doesn't die. So, yeah. for all you who get that reference, you're great. Archer jokes. Well, I wasn't actually gonna tell him I was going to. Uh, too bad. Okay. Oleg saves a hooker, and uh, she helps him get uh, medicine because he has asthma. Mm-hmm. Joey is called by first a dirty cop who's like, "Okay, you guys give me money, and because I know all this shit is connected back to you, so give me money." And all of it goes away. Yeah. And the dirty cop looks like Richard Nixon. He totally does. I don't know if that was intentional or the actor just looks like yeah. Richard Nixon. But either way, he's really good at putting on a mob accent. I really liked his Chicago accent. But they're in Jersey. They are in Jersey. Um, and then Joey also has to go to his, uh, his family. Not his real family, but the mobster family. And they're like, yo, Joey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> One. Might be a mole in our group. Worry about that. Also, where's that gun? Yeah. <laughs> and during this, because he's still dragging his son around, and they're at a diner, Oleg and the a call girl come in, and uh, they're having a th- they're having a little meal. So Joey's kid is like, Yo, Oleg, let's go to the bathroom. And they hide the pistol in the bathroom. Easy peasy. Instead of just bringing it to his fucking dad. Yeah, that was a little aggravating because this all could have been solved if he just got the kid, went in the car, and drove away. But, but they hide the gun. Then uh, Joey's kid kind of slips up while they're driving home. And it's like, you're not. they won't find the gun. So they drive back, but the gun's gone because the janitor found it in the toilet. Yep. Also during this time, uh, Oleg gets caught by the cops. And the cops don't believe his story because he's still trying to cover up for Joey. He's like, oh, I found the gun just lying around or at school, whatever. But uh, the cops are like, well, Richard Nixon's just like, okay, you're because the dad was still alive and is out of the hospital after being shot. Just like, okay, go talk to your son. Get him to say where he got the fucking gun. So he takes his son out, um, uh, hits him once, which causes... uh, Oleg to run off and he hops into a van a safe van a van of friendly people who take him away also during this whole time Joey is looking for this gun which like got lost in a poker game so he has to leave the poker game go find this one guy but the one guy who won in the poker game already sold it that's just the whole thing mm-hmm. the gun becomes a little less important but uh Oleg get it's taken by the friendly people to an apartment with two other kids and they have a playroom with the camera and plastic on the floor. He quickly figures out something is fucking wrong, steals a phone from uh, the friendly lady's purse and goes to the bathroom calling up uh, Joey's wife, Miss Gazelle. I don't, I don't know if they said her first name. They probably did. Yeah. But calls her up, reads a pill bottle to give her the location and she comes to the rescue. But the friendly people almost trick her. However, she he's like, wait a minute. You have no pictures of your yeah. kids. 
this is weird. Go ahead, call the cops. And then finally finds Oleg, who was sh almost strangled to death with a plastic bag. Yeah, they like tied his hands behind his back and put a plastic bag over his head to like keep him quiet. He like, he, he, his heart stops, by the way. She yeah. has to perform CPR on him because he has fucking asthma. <laughs> While holding the two at gunpoint, yeah. which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, she kill after saving him, kills the pedophiles, and then calls up Joey and is like, okay, we found Oleg. Mm -hmm. Joey... He takes Oleg for a drive, like, okay, what the fuck is trying to get a hold on the situation? All of a sudden, his monster friends come up again and take him and Oleg to a secluded spot, kind of talking like Joey's the mole, but suddenly uh, one of the head mobsters shoots a different mobster, thinking he's the mole. Joey basically dodges a bullet because of this. Then they head to a hot, they're brought to a hockey ring where the dad is waiting. And they want Joe, they want Oleg to admit where he got the gun. Joey keeps telling him not to. They torture Joey with hockey players. <laughs> it's really weird. Like they hold him down and hit, keep slapping a puck right into his face. Which yeah, that would actually really hurt. Those have you ever held one? Those things are fucking hard. Yeah, and they go fucking fast. Oh yeah. Um, I forget the reason. I forget kind of the pacing here. But eventually it gets to the point where they tell the dad to kill Oleg, mm -hmm. but the dad, but because this is an American movie, the dad has a moment of redemption and chooses and thinks for a moment, maybe shooting my son in the back of the head <laughs> isn't the best idea. Yeah. Uh, then Joey think thinks of a lie that Oleg goes with after uh, Oleg's dad is shot, which causes both gangs, because there's the Russian gang and the gang Joey's with, to all just shoot out at each other. Everyone's dead except for Joey and Oleg. Yeah. And they head home. But. <laughs> but for some fucking reason, the film keeps going. Oleg and Joey go to a diner. And it turns out the pistol had gone to a pimp that um, Oleg saved the hooker from earlier. Dude wants revenge. But luckily, Joey gets in the way of the bullet, kill, kills the pimp. They drive home as Joey is slowly losing consciousness. Oleg's mother kills herself, and <laughs> this is seriously something that just kind of happens. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, dark. Eh. They go home. Uh, Joey seems to bleed out. We see his funeral. Um, Miss Gazelle adopts. Oleg they headed to after the funeral they head to a house on the ranch where it turns out Joey faked his death somehow even though he didn't need to because he was a cop and that would have cleared him and they oh yeah it turns out he I'm pretty sure I said this but he was the mole he that's the whole reason he had the guns is he was saving as evidence yes so and everyone that was involved with that case was dead except the cops so why fake your death <laughs> i fake your death i don't know mm, i guess it has for a happy ending where they're all together and they don't have to live a life of crime anymore yes. the so. end and that was running scared and then they have probably the best part of the movie the credit sequence the credit sequence is cool and tells us something <laughs> yes. about the film should we just go into that right away let's just go into that real quick because the whole film kind of has this like fairy tale analogy type thing editing is hard <laughs> hi hello everybody 
Oh, yeah, they have kind of this whole fairy tale analogy thing, which I really wish they made, would have made more overt and more clear in the film. Because as you're watching the credit sequence, I'm like, oh, I get it now. So Yeah, uh, the director's whole idea was to make a sort of dark modern fairy tale. Like, the call girl Oleg runs into is in blue because she's the blue helpful blue yep. fairy. Uh, the... The pedophiles are uh, called. Their last name is Gretel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, haha. Ha. <laughs> um, the dad's the wolf somehow. The big bad wolf. I don't know. That one's weird. I didn't get that one. Because <laughs> he's still a bad guy, I guess. I guess so. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that was the idea. That's why. That's why there's so many trials and turbulations throughout the night. Yeah. Like, the homeless dude was some creep, just supposed to be some creep yeah. type deal. Oh, God, the homeless dude. Well, you don't like extra hairy Jimmy from Hardcore Henry? I just found the character funny. Actually, he, was... he looks like the Jimmy that gets uh, burned by On a the bus, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that counts as a spoiler. Ah, uh, maybe, but... <laughs> editor, you decide. Yes. Um... <laughs> Is that a yes that's a spoiler or the yes the editor decides? You decide. Okay. Oh, I'm editing this one. No, I don't know. <laughs> I am now editing this one. He, he's it's now canon. officially editing it. That's it. I said it, so therefore it is. Canon. I am, <laughs> I am God when it comes to this, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I'll give you Slevin, so we'll both have a movie. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, segues are hard. So, yeah, I, I think we need to get the editing out of the way. That's the, a big one. The editing is stylized, but it doesn't yeah. always work. <laughs> there's, like, I would say, like, 80% of the time it works. But there's a lot of moments where I kind of just laughed out loud with how overdramatic it was. Like, every time the camera, like, went in, it was like a... Like a drag swoosh sound. Or, um... I think it's when they're doing the fake out of Joey about to be executed uh -huh. and it keeps zooming on Oleg's face for a few seconds. And it's just, like, <gasps> it's just, but it's like flashing. Yeah. It's so over dramatic. It's kind of funny, but the one that killed me was the fucking, uh, cleaning side. Just doom, doom, doom. Yeah. The hint that the janitor was in there. <laughs> it's like so needless in spots. And the one I also found funny was the homeless guy just kind of swooping him in real fast and then going into the... Oh, yeah. Because Joey tries to run away, and then, like, they speed up the motion, and he, like, swoops in, grabs him, brings him into the bathroom. It's so fucking random. Just, I'm sorry, the homeless character, he was so over-the-top creepy. Like, he was always in shadow. Had to, like, hey, kid, all right, come here. It was just so... I think if it kept that up, the fairy tale thing would have been more yes. obvious, but that goes... Like, after that moment, it goes kind of back to reality. Yeah. And I think the only character that mugged it up just as much was the pimp guy. Like, at the end, he got really silly. <laughs> the pimp guy was stupid <laughs> as hell. It's kind of great. <laughs> I'm an OG, man. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking OG. Yeah, so, well, I forget what exactly. It wasn't OG. It was something even worse. MZ or something? Was, it was so fucking stupid. Um, Mac Daddy. Ma I'm the Mac Daddy. <laughs> I'm the Mac Daddy. We're trying to hold the gun up. To... It's so dumb, but yeah, when the fast editing works, it really does work. There's a lot of really clever transitions that I really loved. So, 
like uh, the sunglasses when a car was going in that zooms in on sunglasses and then they're on the road and shit. I love that shit. That's great. Yeah, the lighting hits the sunglasses so it's two separate little dots and then turns yeah. the headlights. Yeah, I love clever transitions like that. People need to use that more. Like Or uh, when he does the the U-turn in the four-way cross-section when he's driving back as the camera moves, you see a sign come yeah, up it's... and then zooms out from there to show the road where they arrive. It's really cool a lot of the time. I love that, so... And there's just clever cuts too. Like I do love the scene where like it goes shows the window and then like winds time and shit like that. So that's just cool. That was actually a really cool effect. Um, because when it goes over to a neighbor's house after the shooting, he's like looking back to think about where the bullets went, mm-hmm. and they actually practically did it by having Paul Walker's brother sit in there. Yes. Who does look like all, strikingly like Paul Walker to the point where in the Fast and Furious they used him in the reshoots after Paul Walker passed away. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but um yeah speaking of paul walker he does a great job in this movie <laughs> he's a great asshole yeah honestly is that why he was drawn to the role because he played an asshole yeah he actually really liked the idea of playing that type of character because he usually didn't yeah like the fast and Furious, he was very much the good guy the clean cut hero and all that so <laughs> but um. yeah and yeah just the action scenes are good too like it it it's a li- it's like it still has really fast cutting but it's stylized enough to where it doesn't come across as really dumb it's still very like visceral and stuff like it's that it's kind of like the first kingsman where if you explained it out loud it would sound like yeah. those he- like the worst type of action <laughs> scenes that were around at the time but it actually works here with the pacing and the style yeah. They actually did have a point to it, and they had a clear direction. You could tell they had a clear direction on how they wanted to shoot and edit these. Yeah, so. it gets the panic across usually of the shootouts, but also it's giving you enough information to be like, okay, this person's dead, this person's here, this person's here. Yeah. <laughs> so. Also, gun sound design, top yes. fucking notch. I love the gun design because they just they sound very meaty. That he had that punch to them, so. <laughs> They sound powerful, and I'm pretty sure they were using the same sound effect as Black Lagoon for <laughs> yeah, that Revy has for pistols. For the opening shootout, yeah, so. Um, trying to think here. Uh, the gore as well. Those there, effects were yeah. fantastic. There's a lot of really good practical gore, especially some of the headshots, too. Oh, yeah, like the one where the dude yeah, splits just, like, in the top corner. You can, like, see it come off and blood everywhere. It's pretty rad. So, Or even with the weird uh, hockey torture scene, the pool of blood that Paul Walker's, yeah. like, having his face slammed like into. spitting it out. It's pretty gruesome. <laughs> also, just having that in, uh, with black lights yeah that's cool it's cool and the reason he did that was for censorship actually so yeah uh the if i remember correctly you can actually watch um good bad flicks he did exploring on this movie and if i remember correctly they were wor- it might have actually been because they were worried about an nc-17 uh, so they were like okay let's light it with black lights because then blood looks black instead of red yes so. even though you could still clearly see the red but yeah, whatever yeah but it, it still worked it looked really cool so I do remember when I first watched this movie, it was actually really tense going scene to scene, but second time through, I'm not sure how well the tension came across it for you. It was pretty good. There was some good tension. Like I, I like the diner scene that was tense. There were some good moments. I didn't know how it was going to be resolved either, but it, I, I think just some of the silly editing kind of ruined it just a little for me. That's fair. So <laughs> also, uh, Oleg did a really good job for oh, yeah. a kid actor. That's what I'm saying. All both the kid actors do a fantastic job. Both. Oh. What? But Joey's son's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Something that's aggravating about this movie, nobody fucking listens. 
Not a single he goddamn person. He keeps telling them to get back, get down. There's gunshots going off. They, they start following him. No, 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 get back. Keep following. No, 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 get back. Keep following him. Joey, stay in the car. Comes in. No, no, Joey. Uh, what do you guys not understand about live bullets being fired? It's like, oh, there's bullets being fired next door. Can I come see? Yeah. Now go back in the fucking house. Yeah, right? God. It is just kind of aggravating at that some point because everyone in this movie is a piece of shit. Like, I think I like your comparison. It's the town from Condemned Criminal Origins. <laughs> it is. Like, this is what all the non-homeless people in Condemned Criminal yeah. Origins are doing. Just everybody's a piece of shit. Like, everybody's, you know, e either a, a drug runner or a pimp or a, worse. So... If I can, mm -hmm. I don't know why I really want to put the clip in from the opening of Condemn where uh, you first use your gun. Yeah. It's like... The, this is that why this is the police come out with your hands up fuck you <laughs> yeah that's all you hear yes which is of course justify enough to shoot him yeah right. <clears throat> uh. uh but <laughs> all the acting is pretty good all around except for the wife the wife gets a good scene when she saves she Oleg. She does. Everything else is very much... Yeah. Mm. I feel bad because I don't want to shit talk an actor, but this is not her best role. I don't... You know what? I'm not going to blame her. I don't yeah. think she was given much because when she is given something, she does well. She does. Everything yeah. else is just kind of, don't get hurt or come back. Yeah. Type two, please. I'm sexy. With, you know, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, should we get into that real quick? Sure. There's a lot of early 2000s-isms, man. Like, and just the scene when he comes home to his wife and shit, and they start having sex, and God, I'm just, like, looking at, like, God, this is every, like, toxic masculinity fantasy right here. Uh, she's in the kitchen, and do it, in lot. she's near the laundry room right next to the kitchen, and she's just ready to be banged. Yeah, she, he comes up, like, immediately just behind her, starts, puts his junk against her, just starts grabbing her. He's like, oh, yes. And she's like, oh, you, no, you haven't talked to me or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, well, it's okay. I'm I'd like, like to know, this is, like, an hour after he yeah. helped kill a bunch of people? Really gets him in the mood, I guess, but... It, what a good cop. It just, it, it, it's... That opening scene in particular is just kind of uncomfortable for me at times, really. I'm just like, God, he's just manhandling her. Like, Jesus. Or, uh, when he's going around town to other gangs or... Uh, gangsters yeah. like he goes to one of a bunch of mexican gangsters and they're playing you know very spanish yeah. music it's just really guys mm -hmm. or you have a uh like a very black gang and they're you know shirtless or yeah, shirtless wearing the do-rags yeah they're like sitting back and there's rap music playing i'm like <sighs> stereotypes yeah for when thinking is hard mm -hmm. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that that's just... Be prepared for that if you watch this, because it is uncomfortable at times. It's uncomfortable at times, but if you can understand it's yeah. the 2000s, it is a fun it's, movie. It's really weird and sad kind of saying that, because when you think, like, oh, it was just this time period, you usually think, oh, 60s, 70s, or whatever, but when you really look back at the early to mid-2000s, there was still a lot of, especially homophobia and stuff like that, a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah, so. they say... Uh, the so most people like to say it as F slur. Sorry. Hard cuts. Uh, Fun time. <laughs> but yeah, they say that a lot. It, like one of the reasons he 
uh, Oleg's father almost hits him is because as he calls uh, John Wayne gay. Yeah, basically. It is literally just John Wayne was an F word or whatever. So <laughs> F slur, F slur or whatever. And that's what sets him off. Uh, I do really like the one line though of I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. That I didn't miss <laughs> or that I didn't or that I missed or something. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just to piss him off. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, back to the badass scene with the wife too. I do really like that. She calls 911 on the pedophile guys and she's like, sorry, I heard gunshots across the hall, hangs up and just fucking executes them. them. I've always wanted to do that. I've actually thought about that using that in a movie sometimes, but hey, they beat me to it. So it's a homage. Ah, see? Ah, We're doing the Tarantino thing. It's not a remake. And Tarantino liked this movie. So exactly. That was a really cool thing that Justin found was that he was apparently down because it didn't do well, but then Paul Walker was down that it didn't do well. They got a voicemail from Tarantino saying, Hey, good job, man. I thought you were really good in the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's actually nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's wholesome. A little detail that is really fucking creepy is um, uh, Miss Gazelle opens the closet where Oleg is and looks through it at, at the pedophile place, finds body bags, which you, we already know what that means, but also finds tapes and all of them have names and s- different star ratings. Ugh, it's so creepy. It's... Ugh. It's one of the most fucked up scenes I in a movie. I, I've seen. It's been a long time since I've seen something this like really genuinely fucked up. Just. Ugh. I know some of you are gonna be like, "Well, I've seen this Japanese horror movie where a woman eats her own shit." It's like, okay, guys, come on, we're we're talking about a reasonable bar here. Yes, like, Jesus. <laughs> this isn't a Serbian film. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know a Serbian film exists. I know some of the fucked up indie gore shit that comes out of mm-hmm. Asia. <laughs> I think it was called Guinea Pig. Was that the famous That's one? That's one. Yeah. <clears throat> that was the one where I think where uh, Charlie Sheen freaked out because he thought it was real. That was the second one. Okay. <laughs> well, he was also high as a kite. Yeah. <laughs> but he thought it was real. He thought it was real, so he actually called the police. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... But yeah, it's a solid movie. You just yeah. have to look past some problems. Yeah. I mean, some problematic things. Yeah, it's good. There are some elements that are very much of its time, but the, when the good elements are there, it is actually really good and genuinely enjoyable and tense at times. So, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, huh? Yeah, that's it. It's a 30 minute episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, we've hit the minimum. We've hit the bare minimum. Woo! Yeah, baby. Woo. Anyway. It is time now. Let me move notes so I can... Okay. So, we have six movies left. I didn't do this in the last episode, but fuck you. Heather's the Void, Lucky Number Slevin, Old Boy, Mandy, and Old Times at the El... Or, no, not Old Times, Bad Times at the El Royale. Did you mix Old Boy and Bad Times at the El Royale? (laughs) Old Times at the El Royale. Well, it's a rewatch yeah. for me, so it is old times. Just a bunch of senior citizens. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's see the thing. Let us spin him. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it happened. It happened. It happened. <sighs> I'd be lying if I said I wasn't excited, but it is also the first movie we're going to have to watch tomorrow. 
Nexus old boy. You know how I said mind game was the deep end? The part of the pool that is a foot, uh, I guess, foot less deep? I don't know. How would you say yeah. that? A foot less deep is old boy. Like, mind game was the deepest end. This is close This to is it. the second deepest, yeah. Running scared was probably further, like shallowest yeah. end of the pool here instead of like you know let's say a normal pool goes from a foot to six feet or whatever like you know mind game was six feet old boys like five feet like going slightly up the ramp. no 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 old boy is six foot mind game is just the diving yes pool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly all right it's still the deep end but it's not yes. mind game so <laughs> I'd like to remind you Cameron has not seen old boy so if you know the movie you know what's coming I, I the only things I know about Old Boy are the setup, um, the famous hallway fight, and that he eats octopus. That's yep, oh, live octopus. Live octopus. That they, that they actually did. That's all I know about it. <laughs> so, <sighs> I'm in for a surprise, guys. <laughs> so, uh, see you next Wednesday. Yeah, see you then. Well, not next Wednesday. The coming wednesday well, however that works out yeah and the scheduling thing whatever the second wednesday of november yeah fuck you <laughs> oh i did forget to say that they say fuck 330 times there you go thank you so much for listening to this episode of cinema roulette if you want to interact with the show more you can follow us on twitter at roulette cinema if you wish to follow our hosts Justin is at JKPancake on Twitter, and Cameron is at CameronPicksInc on Twitter. If you wish to watch a video version of the podcast, it can be found on the YouTube channel CamCam. Cam. Thanks again to Teller's Place for making the base art for all of our thumbnails. And if you enjoyed the show, please remember to subscribe or rate on whatever podcast app you use. 